Hey, Gigi. Hi. How are you? Ah! <laughs> okay, I'm gonna shut up. Okay, wow. That how are you? The whole greeting was buffering. Like, what was out there? Hey, how are you? How are you doing, though? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. So we back again. Yes. Another week. Another one. Well, another two weeks, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> another one. <laughs> And this time I'm excited. I'm really excited for this one. I know we mentioned it in the previous episode. Yes, yes. But yeah, this is it's insecure, man. <laughs> like, surely we don't need to hype it up. It's already like the name says it all. It's insecure. Yeah, yeah, no, true. And I mean, it's been done for a while. Now. I'm sure people are going to be asking, but guys, why are you being insecure mm. after like literally almost two months? I think we just want to talk about, not I think, we want to talk about just like, the whole impact of it yeah. is and also just what like you know it was also we can call it, it was a phenomenon as well right it no it really was that thing was a game changer and also yeah. i think we watched it everything happened like yeah. we couldn't believe it was over and like now that we have accepted that it's over and like we've gone through everything we've unpacked the storyline we actually want to unpack it properly here yeah, yeah no, true 100% so yeah, that's our show for today. It's insecure. Yeah. So I'm gonna give you guys a quick plot. It's not quite. It's quite long. But wow. Okay. It is. Give I, it to them. Yeah, I found it on Wikipedia. <laughs> that's a trusted source. Very trusted. So yeah, within the first season, eight episodes unpack the story of the black female experiences from the perspective of two female protagonists, Issa, played by Issa Rae, and Molly, played by Yvonne Orji who have been best friends with each other since their college days at Stanford. Both in their late 20s, they navigate career and relationship experiences while living in their hometown of South LA, California. The two share a close bond, and throughout the show, they deal with internal struggles, their friendship, and the African-American community. Issa works at a nonprofit that benefits middle school-aged students of color, who has been slacking in their relationships. Okay, wait, what? Ooh, okay, you know what? Uh-huh. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's basically I think look, I, I think people who are gonna be listening to this, um I'm, I'm I'm expecting them to know what Instagram yeah. is when it's about and they watched it. No, truly. But, but if you haven't watched it, go and watch it. Yeah, it's about two friends, like I mentioned, who navigate life through LA and yeah. man, we touch on some real interesting topics here, hey. No, true. From race to culture, there's friendship. Re- relationships there's a whole lot of sex mental health Mm -hmm. ah insecure really covered it for us man i feel like with insecure we know the cultural impact it had because we started seeing things for the first time and for me the biggest cultural impact and i can't believe i'm saying this was hashtag team lawrence that for me was wild i didn't expect men to yes that obsessed with that nigga but it was actually quite interesting to see, man. Like, that show did things, man. No, it did it things. It really did and things. And let me say, I am part of Team Lawrence. Mm. And let's just, the thing is, you know what? You can relate with the gent. Yeah. You know, like, he's come up and everything. Like, you know, at some, at some points, you know, you just feel like, man, the story is talking about me. You know? You feel like it's you in, in like, in Lawrence's shoes. Mm. And I think that's what I enjoyed the most. You know, like, uh, uh, the most about it. And funny enough, because I was watching... The doggy, like I got to watch like about like 20, 30 minutes of yeah. uh, um, the one that's the whole documentary. So apparently Lawrence had gone for the audition for Daniel. 
Oh, yes, so, I saw that. Yeah, so yes. Lawrence would have been Daniel. Mm. So now I'm just thinking to myself, yo, if Lawrence was Daniel, who how, you know, exactly. So who'd be Lawrence? So it was quite interesting. And I'm happy that Jay Ellis, yes, I even know your name. I know your name. <laughs> I call I'm him Jay Ellis because, like, if you read his Instagram uh-huh. handle, it's J.R. Ellis, but it reads Jay Ellis. Oh, wow. Jay Ellis. I know. It's my nigga Jay Ellis in the house. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, I agree. That guy did do things. And besides, he's come up, the relationship with Issa. There's that one episode. Is it season one towards the end where, okay, cool. So basically, for those who don't know, Isa, our main characters in a relationship with our homie, Lawrence. They're together for a while. Isa's got a job. Lawrence is just, he's got dreams, but he's yeah, not making them happen. Exactly. And it's frustrating to Lisa, mm-hmm. to Isa. So much so that she does something that I don't think, there's no reason for doing that shit. So she cheats on him and yeah, it's bad. There's that one episode I'll never forget where Lawrence comes to the house. And literally takes her, has sex on the couch. Yo, 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 yo. Men were so happy. Listen. I remember Twitter then. I think this was like 2018. Men were happy. 18 or 17. That's one of the star episodes right there. Let's just say. And baby girl thought they were back together. Yeah. No, like, like you know, it's just like the way it happened. You're like, okay. And then, you know, you think you think there's hope, can't you? I know. No. It's not like that. It was literally one of those, okay, cool, I'm going to use you. For, like, I'm, I'm going to use you yes. just to get over you. Just and to get she over left, you. And he left her there. And baby girl thought they were getting back together and they weren't. And like, yeah, life just went sideways for her after. But he's, I don't think it, it was beyond that moment. Like, mm. yes, everybody gets cheated on and niggas get cheated on. But it was like one of those, ah, finally. We finally get to see a nigga get cheated on because it's always about so men cheating, bloody blah. Yes. <laughs> like men were so happy about that, and then he was also not supposed to be in the third season. Yeah, listen, I I also heard about that because um Issa said that she was not he was not even supposed to last mm. past the first episode. He was just supposed to be a guy who just comes in and out. Yeah, but the fact that you know they just fell in love with him as a character, they were like. Nah, no, shit. truly. His exactly. character was written off and yay, Team Lawrence fought. Those niggas fought. I remember seeing it. And like, he was also happy. He was just like, yeah, yeah. guys, I want my bread. Let's fight. <laughs> but it was something else. And also, like you said, like he he had like, he had his tech dreams. He's an educated guy, come mm. from a good family. But like, he had all these entrepreneurial dreams, but then... They weren't happening. And because of that, he was so demotivated. He was depressed and like wasn't doing anything. And Mm. his girl was the one working. And that was frustrating to her. So she goes out, she cheats, they break up. And he decides, you know what? Let me, let me do this life thing. Let me sort myself out. And like along the way, there's some, like he had his ups and downs. But like, if you think about it, at the end of season five, this guy was doing things. Like Lawrence, I mean, for me, like even even that, like his progression, mm. it's just like I keep saying, it's just it's just so nice to see people growing on the show like yeah. that, you know. And I think that's the one thing about about the show is like almost all the characters have growth. Some characters I don't know, but most of the characters, you know, there's growth going on. Yeah. And like, dude, when Lawrence was struggling there, like starting off, and shit was not like like happening for him there, like. I won't lie, like, 
when 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 I watched that, I was just like, "Yo, dude, this is a lot of us right now, mm. like you know, going through this." So it was just so relatable for for the fact that you know the story was written that way, and I'm glad yeah. that they didn't write him out because if they had written him out, then we don't know where the story could have went. No, definitely, man. And going back to the final episode, like he was in the last scene. Yeah, he tied the story up. Listen, man's even wrote one episode or yes. directed one episode. That's another thing I love about the show. If you think about the different characters, they've all had opportunities to direct, to di- exactly. and that's beautiful for me because it's like Issa gave them opportunities to grow beyond yeah. acting in this show. Because I think even some of them outside of the show now, they're like showrunners for some shows yeah. and they're writing as well. So which is really dope. And also, I don't know if you are also aware that. So, by the way, this documentary is gonna make me feel like I'm so smart right now. Let's but anyway, <laughs> also there were um, the the girl plays Kaylee. Oh yeah, the big girl. She's mm-hmm. actually a writer. You yeah. Know? So apparently, like they were like in during the reads, she was doing it so well. They're like, dude, no one else can pull this thing off. Like you have to do it. So you see, like even that, I'm just exactly. like, exactly. I'm like, damn, like this is crazy. And and also another amazing thing, it's just a whole team of black creators, bro. Bra. I think there was like probably like one white girl who was Yeah. There. That's something, man. Like, again, the cultural impact it's had. And it's something we've mentioned before. Having black people in a room mm. behind the scenes is so, like the impact it has. Because no one can tell our stories. In fact. Like, no one can tell our stories because we know who we are. Like, our struggles, the mental health struggles yes. that we saw with Tiffany and Nathan. Yeah. Only like breaking them down, like Nathan, it's like being a light skinned black nigga and everybody expecting you to be soft and all these yeah. things. And he's got these issues. Yeah. And then Tiffany has the perfect life, but she's still not happy. Mm-hmm. Who's Tiffany? Uh, Tiffany. Uh, the other light skinned chick. Oh, so the light skinned people have problems. <laughs> oh, the light skinned people have problems. Light skinned people have problems. Because hey. I, I mean, with, remember, I remember with Nathan, there was that episode where he literally just disappeared. Yeah. And we didn't know what was going on. And only to find out that, yo, oh, I'm man. going through this. Also, when he disappeared, going back. So they had, that was my favorite season, season three. Mm. Because they had the whole Coachella thing. Yes. And she yeah. was so happy with him. And then he disappears. He shows up and Molly's like, I'm going to need you to leave. Yeah. Comes back again and he explains like, no, A, I've had mental, uh, mental health issues. And I remember that episode trended because that's when people started talking about mental health in the black community community, and like amongst black men and the fact that let's actually have these conversations yeah i personally prefer nathan over lawrence but we can get to that okay and that was one of the reasons why not because he's a light-skinned nigga (laughs) every time i tell people that i prefer nathan it's like ah you like your niggas light skin (laughs) i'm like stop it with y'all's colorism but anyway um just that, man, like the conversations that came from that, like with Tiffany, I don't know if you remember, after she had given birth and she disappeared and she was tired. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they spent the whole day looking for looking her. Looking for her. Mm-hmm. And like those are things, okay, I don't know if people like really just disappear like that and, get, <laughs> and listen buses. To people, I feel like people do do that, like just but, yeah, cut yourself in the world and just go. Uh, and, and also, I think another thing that I enjoyed, I think that we had like one or two episodes or three maybe mm-hmm. of where... Literally, Issa's not in it. Yes. And it's this person's story. Mm. I think even like the Mexico trip, for example. Yes. Like, you know, 
Like even that, I was just like, shit, even when Issa's not in it, you still are hooked and you still want to watch. Exactly. So I think that's another thing because I think most of those characters were strong to carry that whole episode, you know, on their own. No, definitely. Talking about the uh, Mexico episode, I just want to segue into something else. Mm -hmm. Um, The Mexico episode was about Molly. Yes, it was about Molly, yeah. Can we talk about Molly's growth? Crazy. Molly's growth. Um, I was listening to a podcast. I think it's the... It's an HBO podcast Mm. about Insecure. And they were talking about how in the first ever episode was Molly. It was Issa's birthday. Mm. And Molly wanted to talk about herself. And she was like, I know it's your birthday, but I've got problems. And then she ended up making it about herself. And in the last episode, it's the birthdays again. Yes, yes. It's the same thing. But this time she's like, I got problems, but it's all about you. Let's focus on you. How dope is that? Like, just the growth. And it's with all the characters. But for me, my favorite character growth was Molly's. Because I think Molly's one was, like... Molly's personality was, like... It was reflective of everyone's ugly side. Okay. Because she was very, very selfish. Okay, yeah. She was was. so angry. And I don't know. Looking at Molly was, like, damn. If I don't sort out these things, I'm going to be like that. End up like Molly, yeah. If I don't, like, get over being angry at something that, like, my dad did or, like, my mom did, I'm going to be like that. And she literally walked around with so much anger. It impacted every relationship. Yeah. From her friends, her family, um, romantic relationships. And, like, seeing her acknowledge her problems and dealing with them, her fighting with Issa, being so horrible to Issa, the whole world fighting Yvonne. It's just wild, man. Like, I'm happy that they've actually, like, they built these characters that are so relatable, that grow, and so true to who people are in their late 20s, early 30s. Yeah, no, true. And, I I mean, once again, we'll always go back to it. Like, it's just just relatable. It is. You know, like you're saying, it's a person that, you know, you know, or maybe it's stuff that we go through. And also, I think another thing for me was just... You know, um, the whole thing with Issa and her natural black hair. The em- embracing... Dude. Know, black, did I just say black hair? Na- her natural, natural hair, hair, my bad. Also, oh. how it grows. I don't know if you're... Like, like her hair grew. She had like this little... I hate to say say this, but she had the awkward stage in the beginning where it was like really short. Short, yeah. And she would have like the fro hawk. Yeah. And like it was... It was like... I think if you've been natural, you've been through those stages. And like now you're seeing it, it's flourishing. It's flourishing she got yeah. this fro and I'm yeah. like... Healthy hair, healthy person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you see, it's, I mean, all, like you see those things is obviously sometimes, okay, I did, I did see it. I yeah. want to say it was the, the main thing that I was focusing on. But I mean, when, when they mentioned it now, I was like, whoa, it's crazy. Because even the hairstylist was saying most of the hairstyles they, that they did there was never planned. Hmm. Literally on the days was like, sit on the chair and then it's a matter of, okay, cool. What are we going to do today? Oh, I'm going to do this today. So it fits with her, what, with her what she's wearing and also i guess the the story the episode no, and stuff like that. um it's actually like like going back to saying it's so nice to have a show that's got black people behind the scenes mm. because again black um makeup artists black exactly. hairstylists yeah. and like they pay attention to black hair we've heard about the horrible things that happen in these industries to black talent mm. one person they did do dirty though with her wigs was molly I'm not going to lie. There were times you could see like her hair, the growth. And I'm like, nah, guys, you could have given her like a lace front. But that's for another day. I guess they were mad <laughs> at her. And I'm just like, they were mad at her. she's too rich to be having like such crusty looking wigs. Like the texture would be nice, but like, it's just, yeah, 
it would be untidy. But then besides that, it was so nice to see that. And like also South African artists, um, designers who made it onto Insecure, like your, was it season four? Mm-hmm. The when the red blazer, I'll never forget over that by Tebe Magugu. Yeah. Um, when Issa and Lawrence decided to start hanging out again. Okay, yeah, yeah. And they went to that night market and she was wearing a Tebe Magugu. Essay was wilding. We were like, listen, come through, Tebe. So such things. And I love the fashion, even though we, we got to question some things. Like, how's Issa wearing Fendi? <laughs> and she's working for Lyft. <laughs> Hey, listen. But you know what? No hate. They look good. It was so nice to see so many people get like their love. And like something that I realized within the show, even like the small businesses in Inglewood were uh, actual I businesses. About, I was actually about to go they into that as well. actual businesses. Yeah. That's the, I, mean, I think that was the craziest part to know that, like, you know, those were actual businesses. Mm. Like, it was not like, because I mean, the, the show felt like a, like a community project. More yeah. than anything, you know, it's like whatever the area they're in, they want to get the... First of all, preference mm. for fashion is who are the local stylists here, or whatever, like in Inglewood, or whatever. Definitely. And then they, you know, they outsource it. Because even with the, I think with the, with the security guard, and the, there's one security guard who was there in one of the episodes, and they were saying, like, this guy is actually a friend of one of the people who works on set. So she just said, hey, listen, we're going to be in the city you know, you're going to come through. Because also at, at that time, when they're shooting the season anyway, mm. COVID, you know, people oh, didn't yes. lost jobs and stuff like that. So now they're mm. also still trying to push that. And I think that was just like so dope, man. Like just to, I mean, more than just being local, like we have someone from, from South Africa who has their stuff getting on there, you know. Exactly. It's, it's it's big. Like it's really huge. You know, when, was it the Emmys when Issa was being interviewed and they were like, so who do you want to win or something? And she's like, I'm rooting for you. Oh, yes. Like, I, I saw that clip, yeah. Man, that girl meant it. Oh, that girl meant it. Like, when she says she's rooting for Some, everyone black, yeah. she meant everybody. everybody. Yeah. Because even even with, um, like, uh, the director, mm. she said, like, even the directors, they had, they had sent her to somebody and then... Uh, you shouldn't mention the person. Oh yes, or, I remember yeah, that. I don't know if it was white or black. I don't know if they mentioned it. But yeah. then it was like, ah, like she was like, nah, I don't. Think. And he couldn't even do yeah, it. Yeah, he couldn't do it. And then, and then obviously, then they found the director now, who did it. And I was just like, you know what? This is what I love. The one thing I like about uh, HBO is that the creative they say, listen, this is your thing, run with it. Yeah, you know, we'll support you. And I think that's the nice thing. Yeah, she had control, like full control of this thing. And also with her. Was it that Penny guy? I forgot his name. Something Penny. He's part of. He's part of. He's part of the writing team. Oh, okay. Um. So like even like w- with them between between them two, they were saying like you know there were so many fights happening because apparently you know they wanted to portray Lawrence in a certain way, mm. but then he fought for no Lawrence should be this, and then she was saying like you know what those type of arguments and fights helped because now it turns the story to be even much more better. Because you're saying like right now, maybe Lawrence would have, wouldn't have been the person we think he is. He could have been an asshole completely yeah, or whatever it may be. But you see, the, the thing I, I, I'm, I'm just trying to say here is that like this project on its own should be, I think, a very good example for everybody everywhere. Mm. Even for studios to say like, guys, give the creative, you know, the freedom to do what they, what they, what they need to do. You know? Exactly. Because, yo, dude, like, for me, it was, I was mind blown. Because not, things didn't feel forced. And mm. also, you can feel like Issa had a say in terms of who she wants, you know, in terms of characters and stuff like mm. that, you know. 
soldiers really, really cool. Amazing. And like also thinking about where the show started from with Awkward Black Girl. Yeah. I mean, like on that was her web. <laughs> on the internet. That was like her web series on YouTube. And she fought to keep that. Like mm. the mirror dialogues, everything are still there. Like was still there. And I'm so glad that she fought for the creative freedom because I can only imagine how whitewashed it would have been. Like you're saying, Lawrence wouldn't have been the person he is. I'm telling you. If they had outsiders influence on Lawrence, Lawrence could have been some cliche, angry black man. Mm. But like we saw a man who was like angry because of what somebody did to him. Mm -hmm. But like he learned to like heal from that. And I don't know, man. Like, there's just something about their love story. As much as I'm not team Lawrence, yeah. there's something about their love story that's worth a chat, man. Like, I think the the one thing that was uh, trending uh, on Twitter, I think one of the episodes, that episode where Lawrence goes on a on a spree when he's just and Jay going, you know? Listen, is it where he was with the white girls, the threesome? Oh, the threesome. Mm. That, stri- I think, was she, was she a stripper? I think that stripper girl... The one that that sex scene that was like literally like you could see like yo they are having sex from the, from the oh back. Yeah. um she's not a stripper she's she, oh, she, works, she works in the mall yeah she works in the mall my bad yeah she works in the mall and you know Issa said that was at that moment when that trended to say how but no this is wrong why is why is Lawrence using sex to mm-hmm. she's like you see for her like you see this was the moment she realized like you know what this show is creating good conversations yeah. you know in the streets off so, topic but uh, that girl uh-huh. and. Can I come on Dro? Who's Dro going? Um, Molly's. Oh, man, man's, man. man's. Yeah. The one in the marriage. Yeah, I'm just married. Yeah, they have a kid together. Oh, they oh. met on Insecure. Oh. Yeah. Are you serious? I promise you. Oh my god. Oh, okay. I saw it. Like I saw it. Like I think probably like two years ago, and I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting because I follow her, and yeah, mm. they got a kid together. But anyway, yeah. Damn. But like, yes. Also, can we just take a moment? Mm. I want to appreciate all the sex scenes in Insecure. Please. Like, yeah. That's Favorite what I'm going to say. one is the Coachella one. The Coachella one. Well, oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. On yes, the yes. Ferris wheel. On the Ferris wheel, yeah. Listen. Wild times. Wild. And also, can you please give a shout out to Rafael Sadiq on the music? Oh my gosh, the please, music. Please. I oh. was out yesterday. This is so funny. I went out. Um, Yeah. Yesterday afternoon. Yeah. Met up with a friend of mine, had to go drop something off. Yeah. And she was with some friends and they were having a conversation about insecure. Mm. And like, you know, you're like, yo, I need to leave. I'm here to drop off something. Yeah. But I want to hear what you guys are saying because yeah. I'm doing something on insecure. Insecure, yeah. And they were like, we hated the soundtrack. It felt like I'm listening to my own music. And I was just like, what do you mean? What? Like you know what? That's probably the most relatable soundtracks that have been used. Like, like could commercial music that's yeah. been used in a show that makes sense? You know, I I, was I, like, I don't want to compare it to something else. No, <laughs> compare. You know, I do it all the time. I'm gonna speak on blood and water because someone said blood. this. Someone said this to me the other day. They were like, "Yo, guys, blood and water is unrealistic. How do you play a show much was in a moment where literally like people are probably gonna have sex or they are doing something? Bruh. But anyway, yeah. So no. So I, I mean, f- even for for me, after I think after I watched Insecure, I remember like I would look for like the playlist and stuff. Yeah. And I started like 
was like, okay, damn, this is dope music. Like even now, like even like some of the type of music that I'm starting to get like attracted to and that I listen to, it's like along those lines, you know, you know, in a way. Because I don't know, it's it's yeah, it's very uh, how can I say? Uh, emotionally, it does something. To it me. really <laughs> does, man. Like it does, and I won't lie to you, it opened me up to wretched music because mm-hmm. which season is it i think it's the first or second where Issa's feeling empowered i can't remember what is happening she's walking out here she's walking out of molly's office yeah and then they play that i'm a boss ass bitch oh. bitch <laughs> bitch bitch and i was just like sorry no. so i was just like this i've never like i'm very i'm into my like calm new soul and then like just listening to like um insecure it opens you up to different music no true and i think is it the first season another thing that sold me on insecure because mm. i'm a huge fan um the first season i think solange spearheaded the soundtrack oh, so before Raphael, it was solange okay and i was just like Oh, okay. It explains because it said Rafael did about like I think thirty-eight episodes yeah. out of the forty-something episodes. Yeah. Like. So in the beginning it was oh, Solange, okay. and I was just like, "Listen, Queen Mother, I'm here." Hmm. I wonder why. Why did you? I wonder why she stopped. Do you think? I like, actually you, didn't follow. Like I didn't find out why. I, but like knowing Solange was probably something she did for that moment, and then went back to her own thing. So you, so basically saying she set the mood. Is that what yeah, she set the mood. And like, if you think about like the first seasons, like, listen, I know, I know, Shazamming is frowned upon. I don't <laughs> yeah. care about, but like, listen, my why Shazam. is Shazamming frowned upon? Because you're supposed to be a cool kid. Yeah. You're supposed to know every song. No, guys. And I just sit there and I'm like, oh, what is a song? Mm. I can promise you, like, if you go through my Shazam, it will show you like insecure soundtrack. <laughs> and like, some of my favorite songs came from this show. Yeah. Like, I think the they used they used was like what what Kendrick Lamar song they used. I was so shook when I heard a Kendrick Lamar song. I forgot what it was, but I remember I remember hearing it. I was like I was like oh shit Kendrick because I thought they were going for like you know the artists that are not like you know in mm. the main mainstream but are like you know bubbling. I think there's a nice balance for like with when it comes to how big the artists are because like mm. I know there was an episode where they had. Kendrick's alright Yeah and that's like, the one I'm talking about then It was needed I can't remember what happened But like in that moment You needed to hear That thing All my life I had a fight nigga. Exactly And like <laughs> <laughs> And like It's necessary And like they know Just what the, What song to play For that moment Like mm. to set the tone Like to get you angry Angry aggravated. Yeah. And also I The one thing that I also enjoyed about it Is that you know, obviously, there was themes that they said, you know what, this is the themes we want to cover yeah. going into into Insecure. Like, I'm glad they didn't do that thing of switching it halfway now. They want to relate to what's happening now. I agree with that. Yeah. But there were moments where they did it. And when they did it, it was just so relevant. And the best example I can give was in the final season when... Molly's mom was in hospital oh, yes, and Condola yeah. and Lawrence took the baby to the hospital and Issa saw them. Yes, yeah. So she has like this little 
scenario in her head where she goes oh, up yeah. to them and she speaks to them. And then she looks at the baby, grabs the baby and, and throws it, it in it the out. bin. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys know that fetus deletus. Yeah, thing. yeah, I know. <laughs> like it was that. referencing that. And I was just like, ah, culturally relevant, but like you're not hopping on something to be cool. Cool. But you see, that's not intense. That's mm. fine. You know, it's a, I'm talking about like, yo, George Floyd is happening. Ooh. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm talking about like stuff like that. And because I mean, I mean, like, I don't know, there was something we we're watching here, like here, and then I forgot what it was now. But like, it's like, oh, no, no, I'm even talking about the Republic. Mm. The Republic. How they just shove literally Twitter things and whatever, you know? But anyway, sorry, what are you going to say? Sorry, talking about the George Floyd thing, thank you for bringing that up because I was thinking about it earlier um, today when I was preparing mm. that I need to actually mention police brutality and how it wasn't shoved in our face. Yes, exactly. And this is not me being insensitive. I know that it's a serious topic in America, but like I am sick and tired of watching a series and there's a black person driving and then bloop, bloop, bloop. Yeah. Because for one, yeah. it's like you guys are not interrogating this entire thing. You guys just want to be relevant because, yeah. hey, BLM. Yeah. But it was sexual. Remember just before Lawrence did his three-way? Yes, yeah, in the traffic. Like, yeah, it was like, okay, you know, it was very subtle. It didn't get to like that level. Mm. Like that automatic fear of like, I've been stopped. I've been stopped. Black. Exactly. On the, on, the, on the steering wheel. Yeah. yeah. And even when you think about that, that was um pre that was before 2020. Because mm-hmm. if you think about after George Floyd and the whole thing that happened in June 2020, every single show had, had something, something about, about Black Lives Matter. And it wasn't like it didn't serve purpose for me. It was just one of those we want to be relevant to the com- to the conversation. The same way you get a new show mm. that has to ha- cater to all different types of people, yeah. not because we're quote unquote woke, but because it's the right, it's the it's the politically correct thing to do. To do, yeah. And I love that they didn't do that. Like for them, it was like we're not gonna highlight these things because if we're sure about black people living in Inglewood, definitely we come across these things. Mm. Oh, but like the way they touched on gentrification, though. Yeah. Oh, oh, that whole that whole scene where she got all in her head and then shouted. Oh, what did the white people call Inglewood? I would. I would. <laughs> and that's the type of ish I want to see. Like, if we're gonna talk about um, socioeconomic issues that face black people, let's not talk about the same thing we're constantly hearing. Yeah. I love me. Easter. But I, I think, and, and the fact you mentioned it is because I actually just saw that that clip like earlier mm. on today. The whole gentrification thing. Like, yeah, I just come out here and play my shit. Listen. Go, Issa, go. It's like um, the festival when there were too many white people and oh, they yeah. were scared. And like, you know, sometimes... I don't know if I could ever watch an Insecure with the white person. Because like such things... Does it, make you, it makes you feel like you're going to cringe a bit. It's not what? even about cringing. It's having to explain why this makes sense to me. Oh, okay. Because okay. like... It's not y'all being secluded or anything. It's it's our thing. Yeah. But I mean, imagine you, you are thinking about watching the white person. They had a white person writing with them. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like for me, obviously maybe because she's like, I don't want to say she has black friends, but I guess maybe she's more of those white people that are more in touch or kind of, how can I say, kind of understand the, the culture. Issa cuts the chick, bro. Come correct. She cuts the chick. I guess, yeah. Whether you like it or not, dog. Like this is what's happening. You go to go to what's this? NBC. 
<laughs> if it's not making you happy, go to go to who to someone else. Yeah, she's cutting the check. Come correct. And it's when you say that. <laughs> what was it? Why you said? I think behind the scenes, like Isa, why are you so sad? You're the boss. You own everything here. <laughs> you know. So it's funny that you say that now. Um, going back to white people. Um, in the final season, mm-hmm. the people who are sponsoring her business the business yeah that white guy and the whole saga with Crenshawn Crenshawn Kofi Siri boy hey <laughs> Crenshawn that nigga and how like he felt that Issa was a sellout to the black community because <laughs> she's working with these white people and they're trying to keep it PC for white people I just thought that was so interesting because it was like, lol, your whole show goes against that and you're putting together a story about how difficult it is to be a black creator funded by white money money. and still have creative freedom. And yeah, and you're you're what? You're with who? HBO? Owned by who? (laughs) My white people. And I still say like, Issa is probably one of the bravest people right here, like in her space. Yeah. Because... You think about how America, like American money is quick to cancel black people when you just say one thing wrong. When she was just like, I'm rooting for everyone black and everyone loved it. There was no, white people were silent. Mm. But you know what? For them, I I think also, you know, white people, well, I mean, they've known this for a long time. Mm. When it comes to entertainment, dark, we dope. Let's be honest. No, truly. We We set the... The trends, yeah. we said what's going on. They jump onto our shit. So I think like now they've come, they've probably come to a point of like, hey, let's just let's let just, them do whatever they want to do. You know? We're also getting paid. Let's keep quiet. Yeah, you know, we're getting paid. It's okay. And just I'm actually glad that they gave her so much freedom because like, like I said with um, Molly, mm. seeing her develop made so many people question themselves. I think every character did that. Because, except for Tiffany, um, uh. I don't get her, but like, yeah, um, think Kelly. That's the thing with these characters. You can always be like, I know someone like this. Yeah. You make sense. You make ex- Exactly. Because if you think who's this, um, Lawrence's best friend. Uh, the, the short nigga. The short nigga, yes. The stingy one. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think also... Another character, they, they didn't even, I don't know, they didn't follow much. But it's that guy, Bompton, Bompton guy. What's his name? I forgot his name. He used to stay in the same, in the same building. From Dunes. Yeah. It's crazy also how his character got involved into this whole thing. Because Issa says one day she was like going somewhere and then she got to a coffee shop or whatever. And she saw this thuggish guy, you mm. know, out here, bloods and all. He had his daughter and everything. And he would do, you know, he'd be like, oh, you want this one? Okay, cool. I'll, I'll get it for it. So then she's like, you know what? From there, she casted, you know, someone to play that to role. To play that role, yeah. Because she's yeah, like... He was on the web series, that guy. Was he on the web series, no? Yeah. Oh, shit. It was episodes. He was on... He's, he's part of the day one, guys. Hmm. He's probably the only part of the day one. He's probably one of the only ones. There you go. So, so you see, casting was not even that far off. It's literally just, hey, yo, can you play this role? Sure. No, truly, wow. But yeah, you see, it's... Hey man, you know what? Like, I think with insecure, we can go on and on about it, ne? Mm. And I think just the one thing is just I think as black people, 
we must appreciate like we must just appreciate like this this time or the series that they gave us exactly because i don't know if we're gonna get another one i think we will i think we will because if you think about don't tell me what lena with don't tell us a man don't say how i'm not gonna compare this to anybody we're only talking about we're only talking about Isa. Oh, definitely not Kenya Barris. If you know me, you know I hate Kenya Barris's writing. Uh, I watched an episode of Blackish today. Worst mistake oh, of my life. Man. Uh, but anyway. Um, exactly. So no, there wasn't like any it really was i'm so sorry i watched an episode so i was like trying not to fall asleep so i decided to watch an episode of blackish yeah. and like you know you can like skip an entire season and you'll still follow it still follow what's going on yeah but um the little the youngest child the 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 the, 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 yeah, the yeah, baby I see him, yeah he was ashy and like they put so much lotion on him and the baby's walking around with lotion and i'm just like ah, you see I can't deal with Kenya Barris. But anyway, on to black people who make sense. Um, <laughs> Isa, I think we're going to see more of this because of how much money they're pumping into Isa. I think they just gave her like... What yeah, I saw the deal, yeah. Um, let's just say the multi-million Yeah, a multi-million... Deal. Yeah, like she's... She, she, I think we're still going to see some good things and... She's opened the industry for some people. I'd like for her to do some master classes and invite... Lena, Olaf, Olaf. Yo, guys, yes, is no chill yet. I need her to invite who's that old man, Tyler Perry, as well. Yo, uh, yeah. Yo, Tyler Perry. We, I think we need an episode too. I'm just joking. He's but got no. a new thing coming out, but yeah. And he wrote it. He's gonna direct it. He's gonna probably edit it himself. Yeah, it's Medea. What what oh, coming? Of course, damn it. But guys, don't you feel Medea changed the game in terms of men wearing dresses still yeah. making it after the second time they wear a dress? Oh, okay. I okay. I know what you're referring to. Yeah, with Martin Lawrence. Mm. After you yeah. dress once or twice, you're done in Hollywood. That's it's, true. It's the that's the yeah. No, but you're right. So right. we need to talk about Tyler Perry. He needs to tell us what's up. What do you mean? Like it's a safe space. Come speak. Why? Tyler Perry just wants to tell you authentic black st- Also, Tyler Perry wants to tell you authentic black stories. Is it too harsh for you guys the way he... Can you keep them in American theaters? Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, go back to stage, dog. Like, I'm so sick of it. Um, what's that show? Um, the one that just came out with Jonah Hill. Uh, don't look up. Don't look don't up. Look up. Uh, whose wig was it? Is it his wig or the other black man? And they were like, we just know Tyler Perry had something to do with the styling. Oh, shit. Because, like, the wig, mm. the... Yeah. It started here. Mm. It started right, like, just, like, halfway through the void. Yeah. And, like, it's an afro. And, like, we were like, this person didn't need a wig. He was literally the only one with a wig on. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, guys, don't look up. Literally, I watched half but, of it. So I I okay, going back to, to, to Tyler Perry, isn't Atlantis like the black capital of Listen. America? And like everything that black people do is fire. Why can't he like get a wig maker? I don't know. From Atlanta. But anyway, sorry. Speaking about Atlanta. Ooh. But anyway, we'll get to it. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> Did you see that? 
<laughs> what? I, I have, wait, what, what did you see? I saw the poster and the date. Oh, oh, I thought you saw like a, a trailer that's going. Oh, God. I, I did see God. a trailer and I can't wait where they're around a lot of white people. I saw, okay, I just saw. I saw the one with Paperboy literally just sitting down in like a conference thing and literally the camera just pulls out and that was it. I can't wait for Paperboy to miss him, guys. Paperboy, Paperboy. Four years without Paperboy. Also, can I just say something? It's so funny that like these black actors and like they're all, they're all in these great black shows mm. but once they get cast in a movie, it's just... Yay. Wow. Yeah. Even Issa. Even Issa. I was just about to say, even Issa. The guy who plays Paperboy spoke about that. that yeah. Like, he actually, he, like, the auto, I think it was him and someone else. It was that, I can't remember, but, like, it's a mm-hmm. YouTube thing by the Critic Choice Awards. Where okay. Where actors come together and they have a conversation. And he speaks okay, about being typecast. Yeah. Is it the Hollywood Reporter? Yes, the Hollywood the Reporter. Table, yeah. Yes. And he talks about how tired he is of being typecast because he comes from like a middle class background yeah. and he's got like, I think he got like a really good um, college education. He's not the type of person they're trying to keep him as. He's like, I'm not this person, but yeah. if I want to work, I need to be, yeah. I need to take these jobs. Sad. And I think it was him and I'll, I always butcher his name. Mahashala. Mahashala, yeah. Yo, Mahashala Adishay, man. And like they speak about being typecast and like they're always expected to be playing these thugs when they're really not these thuggish mm. niggas, but mm. like it's how you make it into the industry. Because if you think about what's his name, who passed away? Uh, not Chadwick. Not Chadwick. The one who committed suicide recently. No, was it the drug overdose? Um, From The Wire. Oh. I completely forgot okay. his name. Yeah, but he was also in Lovecast Country. It's only now, before he passed away, where he was actually playing proper characters. But before that, he was the guy with the big scar. Oh, Michael, Michael something. Yes. Yes, yes. I, I know his one. Michael yes. Williams, yeah. Like he was constantly. I remember that being, video. Yeah. Was like the video. Yeah. There was a video and he was like, he's always a thug. They always play mm. him play a thug. And like if you think about that man, that man has been in the game for like was in the game for over 20 years. Mm. And it was only in recent years where you saw him playing in like critically acclaimed productions where he was in the Emmys at the yeah. Oscars. Yeah. And like these people have to fight so hard. But as much as it may suck, black actors have so much range because Jonah Hill's always going to give you... Ah, he's going to give you Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. That's the thing. I we'll love him, but Jonah he's always going to give you Jonah Hill. Yeah. Whereas, like, a who's this guy also from Love um, Craft Country, the one that was in... Oh, the, the the guy who played the main character in Lovecraft. He was also in. Yes, in, he was in. There was some. Uh, yeah, should we? Should we? Yes. <laughs> they, they fall. Whatever they yeah, fall. the harder they fall. The harder they fall. Yeah. Yes, you think about him. Like that guy's got incredible range. You're Lakeith Stanfields. All these people, they can like Lakeith. We saw him playing <sighs> Snoop Dogg the first time. Lakeith, Lakeith. Oh, but we spoke about it anyway. I don't even have to repeat it. It's fine. Yeah. Like. Personal feelings aside, these people can act. And, like, it's unfortunate that they have to be put through so much. But, like, Regina flipping your pole. Guys. Just her and I mean, the other day we were watching, what was it, uh, Watchmen. And, well, I was just, and, you know, like, I'm watching this one, I'm thinking, I was like, this is the woman who played Riley. Who, Bundo, who played two characters, in fact. She started out on Boys in the Hood. Yeah. And, like, they constantly typecast black people, but, like, we're so amazing. Um... 
Viola Davis, I don't know, but like... Ah, Viola Davis, what is going on? Oh, my God. Regina King. Yes, Regina King. Mama saying whole. I knew something was wrong. She's also very talented. And like, you see her... You see her now, like, now that she's been moved away from like your scary movies yes. and anything with fucking Kevin Hart, um, <laughs> she's actually got so much range and like black people are just so limited in Hollywood and it's so frustrating. But I hope an Issa Ish. is going to give people opportunities because I personally loved, I don't know if you guys watched the photograph. I didn't. I with Lakeith. Yeah, with an Easter. With Lakeith. Yeah. yeah I, I loved it. Things we watched Lovebirds with that <laughs> with the with that guy who, who was on um, Big Bang, the Indian guy. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't on Big Bang. He's not Indian. Oh, but my, I know what you're talking bad. about. He wasn't in Big Bang. No. He was never on Big Bang. He was in something why, else. Why am I confusing him? He's all, he's also a comedian. Um Silicon Valley. Yes. Oh, okay, my bad. My apologies. I didn't like Lovebirds because it felt very I need to fit in with white mainstream. I hear you. I hear you. Because it was her with this guy. They're running around the city the whole night. Mm. Very much Kevin Hart. Hey, guys, maybe that's the deal she had to make so we can get insecure. <laughs> I think that was the I deal she made so we could get the photograph because they came around the same time. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Because even in the photograph, she's playing like this. Is she like an odd dealer? I'm not going to give too much away, but she's an odd dealer. Mm who's from New York, like, very nice and classy. And then, like, Heath plays a journalist. And, like, they're very... They're put together. And, like, his brother is that guy. Um, Him and, like, Keith are always together. Uh, from Get Out, the Daniel policeman. No, no, oh, no, no. oh, 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 yes, I know him. I know yeah. him. I know him. That funny guy. They have him. And then know. his wife is... She was from Dear White People. But, like, they had, like, all these dark-skinned black actors. And they were living... A nice middle life. Yeah. And I loved that. I loved seeing that. And I'm just like, can we have more of more that? Yeah. I am tired of your Shonda Rhyme stories where we have your rich black women who are married to white men. Oh my God. <laughs> I must say, as much as she's also like a Shonda baby, Kerry Washington did some amazing things on Insecure. Like the episodes she directed. Oh, I yeah, she, she, she directed yeah. two episodes, one in the season and then one in season three. Yeah, because I know Regina King was also involved. She, I think she directed an episode actually. Exactly. And also that's another thing about like a lot of these black women, mm. like... They, they they take it far, man. Like, Meryl's amazing. I love Meryl Streep. But, like, she can't give me Angela Bassett. Mm. She can't give me Regina King. Mm. Yeah, but she's a legend in the game, though, right? No, she is. Like, <laughs> listen, she'll always be... What's her name? Miranda Priestley to me. Or the Devil Wears Prada? Yeah. Is, it, is, is that way... Okay. I was just, I was, you know what? I was just about to say, is that the only movie that where she popped off or why? Because I don't know any other really Meryl's. I know she, there was some other, the post was the postman or something. Mm-hmm. The post or something like that. It's some. Listen, okay. so I feel like Meryl is the TV version of Celine Dion. You're a legend, but like. You sure. Sit down. No range. No yeah. range. Yeah. <laughs> wow okay yo like if these women went white like they'd be fighting for their coins no true but i'm in listen i'm just happy for isa but yeah. also this, this deal i'm interested to know interested to know like what she what involves because the thing is you know like a lot of people are getting a lot of deals you know the king in netflix deal hey yeah. deal, son, what, 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 what. 
I'm just hoping like whatever comes out, it's going to be dope. I'm not saying that I'm expecting Insecure all the time. I was just about to say, let's not hold it to the same standard yeah. as we did Insecure. Cause... Yeah. So I'm, I'm not saying what Insecure, Insecure. Mm. But also maybe a few years later, just give us Insecure the movie so we can all just... Yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, she, she, she must do that. I mean, like Downton Abbey's giving us the second movie... Um, <laughs> yeah, Sex in the City keeps giving us so many sequels. At some point, there was a prequel where Carrie was a kid. <laughs> like, surely she can do that. Maybe give it like three, four years and then come and back. And then come back, yeah. Because yeah. I think. And finish it there. Yeah, I don't even want to see a sequel about no. Kelly or Daniel or even Nathan. Also, also, I just hope that, you know, with the project she does, okay. I know she'll be successful, but I'm also hoping that it doesn't get you. You know, when you make so many flops and you you think, yo, we can just give them an insecure, you know, season again. Mm. You know, I don't know. Like, like I feel like sometimes, you know, it, it, you can kind of get back into that. Oh, okay. Maybe let me go back to what I know. Yeah. But I feel like it's just got range. So I was just about to say, besides that, she's very intentional with what she does. Like, mm. I remember when I, I came here and I was telling you guys that I think it was before you guys watched the last episode. And I said to you guys that Issa did say that she doesn't want to end their stories. She wants, like, she's like, we need to look at these characters as people who are still going to live their lives. Mm. And that's how she closed this chapter. Like, chapter. you see them going their own separate ways to go live their lives. Molly Summer with her husband, Issa settled, and that's how she wants them to be. Mm. I think she's very intentional with the things she does. Like, her choices aren't just driven by I need to give these people a show and it needs to make them happy. It's yeah. literally what makes her happy. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, I won't lie for me, I I wanted more for that final episode. <laughs> I don't know. I just want I hear you. I think I think I just enjoy closing. Like mm. it's like you know like like having to think, oh okay, whether mm, whether you know it's it's like it's, it's like how I'm saying now, like she didn't look happy. You know? It's like it almost feels like there was gonna be another at break, then we're gonna come back and then we find out, okay, actually, yeah. she's not happy because, you know, it's, it's those things. So I just, and I think that's why if we get a movie and it that movie be. can link, you know, all of that shit together, like, okay, we yeah. understand why she was like that at the end. But like with the very open ended ending, it does allow for something yeah, like that to something happen. Else to happen yeah. I must say though, with the last episode, what I enjoyed was the timelines like yeah. it like we were moving oh yeah yeah yeah. because you see Birthday. everybody's birthdays Birthday. they're moving and like people's lives are changing kelly's serious about this man they're having yeah. a baby molly and this nigga they work with like who she works with are finally together they get mm. married and like all these things i really enjoyed to see like you wrapped up everything quickly, quickly but yeah. it made sense it except made sense. for Issa and lawrence also yeah. Did you notice Tiffany's man <laughs> was CGI'd in that last scene? No! Please, guys, please just go watch. <laughs> he wasn't at the wedding. He wasn't at the actual wedding. How did I miss that? He was literally the only one who wasn't at the wedding. Unless you grew screaming. Like, he didn't... thing is, he doesn't even say a word. It's one of those things, look at the... You know that thing you look? Not... Mm. And then he walks out. Then that's the end of him. I need to see. Also, quick question. So you guys know Issa got married. Yeah. Overseas. Yeah. Did they shoot that? That's what. That's I the said. that's the same chat <laughs> we were saying. I said he 
wasn't invited to the wedding. To the actual Oh, <laughs> God damn. <laughs> she was wearing red, her man's red mm. suit. And yeah. I was like, okay, no, this is the location. Yeah. It's as romantic as that location. Because when I saw it, I was like, ah, ah man. Did you guys decide let's kill two kill, birds with yeah. one stone? If they did, smart, girl. Yeah. Apparently, also, there was there was something... There People was, flew for free. For, hey, where Apparently, there was, there was some scene that was supposed to fall in Morocco or something. Is it? But they didn't end up oh, doing it. Because uh, Molly was so obsessed with Morocco yeah. in season one. Oh, yeah. yes. I remember that. Oh, what the birthday. Yes. 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 So, there was, you know, we're going to film there, but yeah, it didn't happen. So, oh. I was like, these people, they're talking like as if it's just nothing. No, just fly all our stuff to Morocco, you know? I'm just like, yeah. So, that's why I, it's not even so hard to, believe, to, to not believe that they were at overseas where mm. you know she got married no girl planned it she was like i'm gonna get us a free trip like listen hbo hbo is paying for my wedding HBO indirectly they're Indirect. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but i mean i think overall what are we saying ratings what, yeah what are you saying ratings ah dude 100 percent a plus dog <laughs> no this is insecure like besides there's certain things that like we questioned along the yeah. way. I think just the cultural impact, what I think it's going to do for future shows, mm. what Issa's doing, the growth. Yeah. Love it. I stand. No, listen, I'm with you on that I'm 100%. Because honestly, even when I watched it the second time, I was still like, shit. Mm. You know? Because it's just like that deep, that like story, story wise as well. It's just like wow, it, it hits. It's everything. It oh, can we go back to Nathan? Sorry, I like, <laughs> I know we don't do this, but like Nathan, and just like he he's so hard to root for because of how underwhelming he is. Because uh huh, explain. Yes, you've got your mental health issues, and I like the fact that you acknowledge them. But this nigga disappears way too much. I, I, I and like. Uh-huh. He constant like there was a time where he disappeared, mm. and then they got back together with Isa. Yeah. Um. Now, not like not Coachella time. Coach, yeah. And that like I think I had to like. Besides the fact that Lawrence is Isa's, is the love of um her life. Yeah. It made choosing him easier because she knows with him, even with Bokondol and all these things, Lawrence does like a bit of stability, whereas Nathan doesn't. He doesn't yeah. He can just Nathan speaks time. like big game but like piss him off guys yeah. I, I feel like i feel like that's i don't know for some reason i feel like that is actually nathan real life <laughs> like i feel like i feel like that's probably him like because even like when he was giving his speech like at, uh in, in that docky mm. like he was the only one like who was like literally like you know he's those guys who i don't know how to explain them but he's those guys who when they talk, man, they like they do too much, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, like, oh man, you're a queen, you're, you know. He, he's like, he, like, he was that type of person when he was speaking. And I was thinking, is this maybe his character? Is that actually Nathan? Mm. Nathan? Like, you know, that's who he is in real life. So it was, probably. yeah, probably. We don't know. But yeah, man, I really had high hopes for him, especially because he he was very open to Issa growing and finding herself. And mm. like, he was always such a dope person for her to lean on. Mm. But I guess he's more male BFF. Ah, shame, but he... Yeah. BFF. <laughs> Even his friend was like, ah, bro, we're not a freaky. That's why mm. I was mm. 
But uh, yeah, I, but you, you know what, um, Isa, I know you don't want to hear this, but listen, home girl, do your thing, keep going. I think, I think honestly, like right now, we are all just waiting for Atlanta. Yeah. Um, and yeah, another black, another black show. No, truly, oh, I can't wait for Atlanta. I'm so excited. I just can't wait to see how messy Childish Gambino is. Yeah, but it's going to be interesting. It really is. Oh, They've been gone for too long. They've been gone for way too long. Because I, I remember I watched I watched it. I think I watched it around the same time as Insecure, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so I watched it. I watched it then, and I was like, okay. Because, like, you know, for the longest time, Ned, I didn't watch these type of shows. Also, I didn't watch them because I was being that arrogant guy. Like, yeah, me, I'm not going to follow popular culture. I'm not going to follow what's going on, like, people. And yeah. then you start watching. I mean, it's like how I watched Game of Thrones. I'm like, oh, my God, Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And obviously, I was put on with that as well. So, yeah. you know, it's those things. Like, sometimes like, ah. But now I'm more keen to watch those things. And then, and then I watched Harlem. Yeah. Harlem. But, but how I, did you find Harlem? I mean, watch. Oh, uh, yeah. It was just, I don't know. For me, okay, first of all, I didn't connect with it because it's a whole bunch of women who are meeting all the time and just mm. talking all the time. Yabba, 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 yabba. That's what I said. Yeah, that's what, yeah. In the city. that's what I said. Except they're starting in this latest one. They're yeah. in their 40s. It's not even clear how old they are. Exactly. Which is also wild because, like, the one chick, the lesbian girl, mm. she's significantly younger than one of them. Are you serious? Yeah, she's 27. So how old is this? Making, I'm just making good. Oh, oh my God. With a tight skin. Like in her 20s. Ah. Because she's hooking up with, I don't know. I think she's probably like in her mid-30s, early mid-30s. Oh, then there's the friend with the, the messy one. Yeah. The one with the afro. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, guys, can we stop giving these characters to black, to dark skin women? <laughs> like I'm sick of it. Who must play them? No one. Like let's okay, not give fine. them to black women. <laughs> a white person. A white person can play them. Get some rural American white person <laughs> to come play this messy person. Rural white person. <laughs> Someone from Tennessee. No, like guys, like yo, I'm so sick of seeing like messy black women who don't have their shit together. Ah, oh, fuck. Oh. Because I know black women in America have their show together. Right, yeah. Hey, girl. Okay. Cool. So I guess that is the end of... Yeah. It's the end of the episode. And you guys know what to do. Follow us on Instagram at what we're watching ZA. And then do all the nice things on our streaming platforms. Yeah, yeah. Like, comment, share with your friends. And we'll see you next time. Yeah, boy. Bye. Bye. <laughs>